This podcast is brought to you by real-life captioned eroticas. Check the link in the description for the sexy, visualized stories of your dreams. Today's episode is brought to you by Sexy Short Stories. Link in the description for your quick and mischievous stories. Welcome to my friend's erotic stories podcast, Reddit's best erotica, where we listen to the best erotica from our friends online. Relax as you spice up your day-to-day lives with a little bit of naughtiness. Feast your eyes to the inspiration of this story, Shilpa Sethi. Check her Instagram link below, and you'll have a good time listening to our friends' erotic stories. The next story is posted by Use. Haley writes, from our slash erotica, the title of this post is, How the World Works Now. Sit back and enjoy the story. I came across an abandoned grocery store. Like the rest of the city, it was empty and lifeless. I tried the door but it had been barred shut. Probably whoever owned the place had locked themselves inside when the rioting started. It hadn't worked, as one of the storefront windows had been shattered by a brick. I leaned over and climbed in, careful not to cut myself on the jagged glass which remained in the frame. The aisles had been stripped clean of anything useful. The canned food all looked as if a herd of charging buffaloes had torn through it. Anything that had been left behind was strewn along the floor and some of the shelves had come loose. Everyone had been so desperate in those early days of the apocalypse. Rioting, violence, chaos. Not me though. I'd seen this coming years ago. I'd been preparing for this shit for the last five years. Yeah, maybe I got funny looks when I was building my shelter when I was purchasing guns and stocking up on food. All those sons of bitches laughed at me, called me crazy. Well, they weren't laughing when they were clawing on my door begging for protection from the bandits and cannibals. Who's laughing now? I said out loud. Fuck, that was happening a lot recently. Sometimes I'd say something in my mind then accidentally say it out loud. Guess that's what happens when you're on your own for so long without any social interaction. Suddenly, I heard the sound of footsteps further into the store. Crap, I must have alerted them with my rambling. I unholstered my revolver and raised it, pulling back the hammer. Bandits. No, the footsteps were sporadic and scared. Any bandit worth his salt wouldn't have alerted me to their presence until they were ready to strike the killing blow. Survivors then. Scavengers searching for food. I moved closer, checking my corners for anyone hiding in the shadows. Footsteps again, nearer this time, and hushed, anxious talking. It sounded as if they were only a few meters away, somewhere in what used to be the frozen food section. I aimed at the island Saitman, on out. I know you're there. Whoever was hiding exchanged few more panicked words. I squeezed the trigger slightly, just in case. I got a point for for aimed right at ya. These rounds will easily penetrate those fridge freezers. I know you're hiding behind. Come out. Now, before I start taking pot shots, at you. Okay, fuck. A man's voice, shaken, I'll come out. Just don't fucking shoot me. A second later a tall, scrawny guy revealed himself, his hands raised. We're just out looking for food. We haven't eaten in days. We're starving. He took a step closer. Stop. Don't take another step. Unless you want an extra hole in your face. The man stopped, his face deathly pale. I gestured at the aisle. You said we. Who else is back there? Please come man. Who the fuck have you got back there? I snapped and took a step closer. Fine, fuck dude. He said, Aaron, come out here. Slowly. 
This guy's fucking crazy. A girl came out from behind the freezer. She nervously went and stood next to the man, never once making eye contact with me. I looked them over. Neither of them seemed to be carrying any weapons. And if I'm being honest, I looked over this Aaron chick a few more times than was necessary. It had been a while since I had seen a girl, let alone one as pretty as this. She had a petite build, though from the way her jeans and t-shirt fitted tight to her body I could that her ass and tits were rather shapely. Her hair was golden blonde and tied into a bun, a few loose strands falling over her cute face. She gave off a real girl next door vibe, all innocent and sweet, a bit timid, like a baby deer looking down the barrel of a hunter's rifle. You said you was looking for food, ain't no food here. Looters took that all that shit months ago. I lowered the gun to my hip, still keeping the barrel trained on the young couple. We didn't know where else to look, the man said. Pretty dangerous coming into the city on your own, I said. Lots of bandits on the prowl around here, especially with a girl like that. I gestured towards her. She'd be worth quite a lot to a gang of slavers. Come on, man, just let us go. Shut up, I pointed the gun at him. I've had enough of that constant begging. Please, Neil shut the fuck up. Aaron spoke for the first time, her face red with fear. I laughed so she can speak. Here I was thinking you was a mute or something. She took a defiant step forward, but still avoided any unnecessary eye contact with me. What do you want with us? As you can see, we don't have anything worth taking. So either shoot us or just let us fucking go. Her voice broke on the last syllable, proving that this act of bold confidence was just a performance. Well, aren't you a fierce little thing? I noticed her nipples were hard under her t-shirt, the white fabric doing little to hide what was underneath. I licked my lips. An idea was swimming around in my mind. You said you guys haven't eaten in days. Yeah, Neil said. We're fucking starving. Aaron nodded. We've been eating scraps. Like goddamn animals. I smiled, trying to hide my true intention. Well, maybe I can help you kids out. The fear in Neil's eyes was suddenly replaced with hope, but the girl still looked uneasy. I removed my backpack and tossed it to Neil. Look inside. He unzipped the pack and saw that it was full of food, tin peaches and beans, persevered meats, some potato chips, and a canteen of water. From his expression, I could tell he hadn't seen this much food in a long time. That's enough food to last you to weeks, I said. Maybe a bit longer if you're strict with your rationing. W-Y, Neil said. Maybe I'm just in a charitable mood. I sneered, or maybe I want something in return. We don't have anything to give. No, you don't. But she does. Aaron went pale. You fucking bastard. This is how the world works now. I said, I won't force you. I'm no thug, but I will give you a choice. He can go and wait outside with the food while you and I go to that back office and have some fun. Or you can both leave. But the food stays with me. Go fuck yourself. Aaron stormed off. Neil, come on. But Neil didn't move. He stood still, staring at the food in his hands. Neil, come the fuck on. Aaron, Neil, no, she said, her eyes shiny with tears. I won't. Aaron, baby, we need this food. Really? Neil, you think I don't know that? But I'm not fucking this creep. We'll find another way. No one said anything about fucking. I interrupted. All I want is a blowjob. It won't take long. Shut the fuck up. Aaron shouted, tears streaming down her cheeks. Aaron, Neil pleaded, we need this. I fucking hate you. She spat in his face. Fine, let's just get it over with. I knew we'd come to an understanding. I chuckled. Go wait outside with the food. 
Neil took the backpack and left us, his face stricken with guilt. He didn't say anything to Aaron, but looked at her apologetically. I led the sobbing girl through the grocery store. The door to the office was jammed, but opened after a few solid kicks. The room itself was small and murky. No one had been in here for a long time, and everything was covered in a layer of dust. I pulled out a chair from under the desk and leaned back on it. Erin stood awkwardly, fidgeting with her hands and shuffling her feet. Take the t-shirt off. I want to see your tits when you blow me. She gulped, holding back another burst of tears, and lifted the t-shirt over her head. As I had noticed before she wasn't wearing a bra, I felt my cock stiffen in my combat trousers. Her tits were on the smaller side but still round and perky. I sat up and undid my belt and pulled my trousers down around my ankles. She shuddered at the sight of my semi-erect dick. I spread my legs, come on, on your knees, like some pathetic animal. She moaned and knelt between my legs. With a trembling hand, she took my cock and started to stroke up and down. Her fingers wrapped around my shaft and within a couple of seconds were sticky with pre-cum. Did I say handjob? Or did I say blowjob? She looked away and carried on stroking. Stupid bitch, I thought, then slapped her. Did I say handjob? I slapped her again, or did I say blowjob? Her cheek flared bright red, be blowjob. Why you said blowjob? Then why aren't you sucking my cock? I took a handful of her hair and forced her down. Open your fucking mouth. She squealed but did as she was told. I slid my tip in between her warm and wet lips, then let out a moan. It had been too long since I'd had a mouth around my dick. I pushed her down until I felt my head rub against the back of her throat. She gagged and spittle leaked from around her mouth, but I held her in place. Use your tongue, I said, letting her up slightly. Again, she did as she was told, and I felt her soft tongue lapping at the underside of my shaft and twirling around my tip. Fuck, she was good. She must have been a great cocksucker before the world ended. With the hand not holding her in place, I reached down groped at her tits. I squeezed the tender flesh and pinched at the nipples, making her yelp in shock. You like that? Yeah, I bet you do. Fucking whore. I felt my orgasm building, but I wasn't done yet. I needed to make the most of the situation. I pushed her away and stood up, my cock dripping with spit and pre-cum. She looked up at me, her big doe eyes glistening with tears. I didn't say stop. I pulled her back and forced my cock back into her mouth, and this time I started to thrust in and out. She gagged and coughed every time my head smacked the back of her throat. My balls bounced off her chin with every thrust. I was close. I sped up my pounding of her throat, and she began to make strange sounds as she desperately tried to breathe. Her flailing arms went limp, and then her whole body followed. For those last dozen thrusts, it was as if I was fucking a human fleshlight, lifeless and flimsy. A real-life sex doll. My balls exploded, and my cock erupted into her delicate mouth. I growled with each burst, streams of cum shooting down her throat. This brought her back to the land of the living, and she retched as the majority of my load slid down into her empty stomach. I chuckled, well, you said you were starving. That should keep you going for a while. I pulled my cock from her mouth and wiped it off on her cheek and in her hair. When I was done she fell on all fours and heaved, coughing up a mixture of spittle and cum. I pulled up my trousers, and a minute later she forced herself to her feet and put on her t-shirt. The girl who I'd met before was gone. That innocence had vanished. That girl next door vibe was no more. Now there was just this wild and broken thing. Her pretty face was covered in tears, 
and dried cum, her hair was now loose and messy. I stroked her arm and she jumped. Fuck, I thought, guess I really did a number on her. Not that I cared, this was just the way the world works now. I left the office and she followed. I readied my gun, just in case Neil had decided to grow a pair and wanted to reclaim his girl's lost Hanar. I doubted he would try anything. The guy was a fucking pussy. But I had underestimated just how much of a pussy he was. Because when Aaron and I exited the grocery store, Neil and the backpack of food had gone. Aaron screamed and fell to her knees, whereas I did all I could to not burst out laughing. I guess he thought that food would last longer if there was only one mouth to feed. I said, faking sympathy. F fucking bastard. He left me. She sobbed. I thought about leaving her as well, or maybe tying her up and trading her with a slaver for some guns. But then I remembered how nice her mouth felt around my dick. Yikno you won't last a days out here on your own. I knelt next to her and rubbed her shoulder. How about you come with me? You can stay in my shelter. I have a fuckton of food, running water, electricity. She wept, and in return, you suck my dick. Every day, it's the best deal you're gonna get, baby girl. Trust me, the bandits out here won't treat you as well as me. Just blowjobs. Why you promise? Yes, I promise. I lied. She didn't say anymore. Just nodded. Good. Then we better get a move on. We walked through the city in silence. Aaron always lagging a dozen or so meters behind me. I studied her, thinking about how pretty she was going to look with her collar at the end of my bed. That was one. Hot story from our friend. Make sure to rate and subscribe to be notified for future uploads. Thank you to the Patreons that help this podcast run smoothly. You have been listening to our Friends Erotic Stories.